You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, it's Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So the focus of today's podcast is all about Getting Paid What You Are Worth. This is going to be a great podcast, so grab paper and pencil. I'm so excited. I have a very special guest with me, Carrie Green. And let me tell you about Carrie. She's a speaker, author, business strategist, and a productivity expert for entrepreneurs. So we've got lots of jam-packed productivity tips between the two of us. She spent 15 years on Wall Street in marketing and product development for a major brokerage firms in the New York area and the New York Stock Exchange. She left after the 9-11 incident to take charge of her life and start her own profitable business. She's a frequent speaker. She's on industry panels, and she's author of two books, which we're going to discuss today. Welcome, Carrie, and thanks for sharing part of your day. Is there anything else you want to add? Oh, just how happy I am to be here with you today. Thank you for um, inviting me to be your guest. Well, thank you for being here. This is going to be super fun. So let me kick off with some questions. I love how you openly share your journey as a business owner, meaning that you, what you offer today is different than when you first started out. How did you know it was time to adjust? Because many people kind of stay stuck and inflexible when they launch a business. You know, I went into business, I left Wall Street uh, shortly after 9-11, and I ran away from Wall Street. It was, uh, I couldn't do anything related to Wall Street in any way, shape, or form. And so I started a business. Yeah, that makes sense, but we're not always, always that bright, right? (laughs) So I started as a professional organizer, and I did that for not even very long. It was, I guess this is 2003, all these... uh, all these reality TV shows were brand new, and I thought, well, I could be a professional organizer. That would be easy. And it was anything but. And you probably know some professional organizers. It is some of the hardest work in the world. And fortunately, one of my clients came to me and said that she needed a coach, and specifically an ADD coach. And I asked her what an ADD coach was, and she told me to read about it. So I read about it, and I said, I'll try it for a month, and you try it for a month. If we both like it, I'll actually learn what I'm doing, and you start paying me. And that's kind of how the transition went. And I was an ADD coach for a little while, realized that most of what I was coaching on was productivity, organization, decluttering, all that kind of stuff, which is such a hallmark of people with attention deficit disorder. And finally was working more and more with business owners, entrepreneurs. A lot of entrepreneurs have attention deficit disorder. And one of my coaches finally said, Carrie, you have a degree in economics. You have run a successful business for probably at the time about seven years. You've spent 15 years on Wall Street. Can you please finally be a business coach? And it really was for me about going back and embracing the fact that I actually knew this stuff and allowing myself to go back to Wall Street because enough time had passed that some of the wounds had healed. So it's just, I really believe that owning a business is really about personal development 
and allowing myself to grow as I had the experiences I experienced. I love that answer. I often talk about on this podcast how when I first left my job as a corporate consultant with IBM, I avoided LinkedIn like crazy because I'm like, oh, that's for people in the corporate world looking for jobs. And so I was advertising on Facebook, and I wasn't attracting my people, and I realized I need to go back to LinkedIn and just own it that business is in my DNA and not fight it. So I can appreciate your story, how you tried to get away, but it really pulls you back in for sure. Yeah. And it brings so much value to who you are. It, in um, the value formula, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit, I talk um, L stands for learning and what you've learned and all the experiences you've had. Even if you're technically not doing them today, all those experiences add up to who you are and are some of the things that you offer your clients. So when you speak with your clients, you are absolutely using things that you did as a consultant with IBM, just like I do those. I use the things that I learned way, way back when I got my degree in economics and the years I spent at the New York Stock Exchange and the years I spent in the various brokerage firms. I use all of that. Even though it might not be directly, it's all part of who I am. I know, it's funny. I, I find a lot of people kind of want to chunk their lives and say, well, that was my phase and now I'm in this phase, but it all blends together. I don't think there's any clear divisions. So let None. me ask you this. I know you, you mentioned a lot of ADD people were your initial clients, but I find a lot of business owners who aren't ADD still end up in overwhelm and sometimes even chaos. How, yeah. What kind of advice do you have for those people? Oh, one of my, I've got lots of advice for those people. One is, first of all, know that you're normal and that one of the things that we have as business owners in, in the world that we live in, we are given so much more. We get more mail in a week than our grandparents got in a lifetime. And that's like if you forget all the messaging we're seeing, the email, the every little pop-up ad that relates directly to the thing that you clicked on once out of curiosity, all of a sudden it's showing. Yes, that's without even that. So we're getting exposed to so many different things that it makes sense that we're overwhelmed, that we have too much going on, that we're seeing too much. So some of the advice I have is about saying no or enough. You know, go back to my value formula. E stands for enough. Um, we get to say enough to the things that aren't supporting us. So some of the questions I love to ask are, is this best for me and my business right now? Is this best for me and my business not right now? It's not just best for you. It's not just best for your business. How do they merge together? And sometimes they're, they're going to say, you know what? What's best for me right now is that I go take a nap. What's best for my business right now is that I plow my way through this thing. And you really have to look at where do the two intersect? How, what makes the most sense for you? If you took that nap, would you be able better able to do plowing through whatever it is. Is that going to make sense? And starting to weigh it like that. The other pair of questions I ask are, if I do this right now, whatever this is, you know, right now I'm, I'm talking with you. Because I'm talking with you, that means I'm not working with a client. Because I'm speaking with you right now, it means I'm not working on my next big project. It's not a good or a bad thing. It's just a fact. 
if I had said no to speaking with you right now, so if I do this, if I speak with you right now, what can't I do? What I can't do is speak with the clients. If I don't do this right now, if I don't have this conversation with you, what can I do instead? And looking at those two things together and starting to make some of your decisions through those parameters helps you to say yes to things and no to others. And I'm sure you say something like this to your clients. When you say no to something, you give yourself permission to say yes to something else. I love that. What I say is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So mm-hmm. only say things that you love and not just you like. So you're very similar, just a little bit, a little sassier than that. I love that. <laughs> hey, so you and I share a similar gift of productivity. How did you know that that was a gift versus just something you had? Yeah, it's funny. I think we always teach what we need to learn for ourselves. So while I'm very, very good at teaching productivity, I am also very, very good at procrastination. Very, very good at it. And I always study the things that I need to learn for myself. Uh, my second book is Because You're Worth It, Understanding Your Value. Clearly, that's something I need to learn for myself as well. And my, the way my brain works, it's, I, it's a really interesting mix. I'm very, very logical and analytical, the Wall Street background in business, that's logical, analytical world. And yet at the same time, I have a really good understanding for what I just call my gut instinct. I'm able to just kind of picture things and see things and pull things together and really can make a very clear path through things in my mind and am able to communicate that. And... I, you know, it goes back to those early days of mission organization and all those other silly things that were on TV way, way back when I first started as, when I first left Wall Street and started as a professional organizer. These were just things that I looked at, I was like, oh, that's easy. I could do that. And that was really what started it all. And just being, you know, just being brave and doing it. Terrifying, but it's what we do. What a great journey. Yeah, I see the same thing. I'm like, why are they doing it such the hard way? Because I can't even fathom thinking it through the way people do things sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that is just so complicated. Hey, let's talk about the value formula and your new book. You want to explain what that is since we've hinted at it a few times already? Okay. So let me tell you the origin of it. So I was leading a mastermind group. And uh, during my masterminds, everybody comes up to the front of the room and does a little presentation. And everyone coming to the front of the room, like we'd sit there and say, oh my God, you're awesome. And the person at the front of the room is saying that they're just like, crap. One woman had um, sold over a million dollars of $20 shirts from the stage. Um, Another one, and she had also sold over a half a million books. You know, I don't know if you have a book, but it's not easy to sell half a million copies of a book. Um, Another woman had spent years and years working for Fortune 500 companies and had run multi, multi, multi million dollar divisions. And she said, I can't charge more than $200 an hour. I haven't done this before. And, you know, it's just like there's people coming up and saying, you know, whatever they are, they aren't worth it. And I started to realize that the value that we bring to the clients that we're working with is much higher than what it is that we're technically doing today. We are bringing all of ourselves to it. So the value formula came out of that mastermind group, when, uh, you know, just watching and listening to the people that were there and my experience with everybody else. And the value formula is V stands for vision. 
It's your vision for yourself, where you see yourself going, because the further you see yourself going, the more you bring to your clients as well, as well as your vision for your clients. What are they able to achieve because of the work that you do with them, because of the product or service that they get by working with you? And it's more than just today. It's what can they do with their family, their uh, career, their whatever it is. How does it impact them in the long run? It's the actions they take today and in the future. It's the decisions they make about what they're doing and how they're doing it and why they're doing it. It's what you've learned. It's all those pieces. It's the fact that I'm a mom. It's the fact that I love to cook. Um, It's the fact that I spent 15 years on Wall Street and all the things that I've done because of that and through that are all the things that I bring to my clients every day. It's that you're unique. You stand for unique. And it's your quirks. It's your faults. It's the things that make you giggle. It's the things that make you cry. It's the things that make you, you know, roll over laughing hysterically. It's your strengths. It's your challenges. All those pieces, that's what people are buying from you every single day, and you deserve to charge for it. And finally, it's enough. And enough kind of means two things. Enough means you already are enough. You get to stop taking yet another course and waiting for another certification or waiting to be blessed by somebody else. You could already do it. And the other side of enough is that you get to say enough. You get to say no. You get to say, I don't need to do this too. So those are the five components of the value formula. Very cool. So how do you turn that into a monetary number, whether it's per package, per hour, per service? How do you translate all that into numerical money? That is a fabulous question. And you know, some of the things are, that are so important to bring to it is one, of course, do the research. See, like, you know, look online. See what people are charging for what it is you do. Get an idea. But more importantly, understand the impact of what it is you're doing with your clients. Understand that because of the work you do with your clients, your client is able to do X, Y, and Z. And that's really value pricing. So um, because of the work you do with your can I play with you for a second? Absolutely. Right. Let's right. have some fun so, with this. So because of the work you do with your client, give me an example of a client situation. What, what situation could a client of yours be involved in? Most of my clients are small business owners with just a handful of employees, and they're overwhelmed trying to do it all themselves. And they think, and a lot of the women think they need to do it themselves. Yep. And because of the work you do with them, what, what specifically are you doing with them that helps to eliminate that sense of overwhelm? The number one thing I do is prioritize, usually for them because they're too close to see it themselves and yep. following a similar value formula. I don't have something as mm-hmm. cute. That's, that's a really good one. I may, I may follow that, by the way, Terry. <laughs> awesome. uh, basically, figure out what they need to do and strip away all the things blocking them. So all that I help them do is speed to results. No distractions. Awesome. And because of that work with you, what happens to them? They typically return four to eight times their investment in me quickly, within okay. 90 days or less. And how do they feel? They feel ease in their business. They've got more time for them, their family, what they love to do. And the more, and we could keep digging and digging and digging. I don't want to dig too long because this could take for take uh, longer than we want to do. But one of the questions to start asking is, so what? So if your client is able to bring on a new client or um, 
get through projects faster or spend more time on themselves so what could happen further? Can they go on a vacation? Are they earning the money? What happened? And the more you could start digging into that question, so what happens, you can start to have your clients recognize, or I should say at this point your prospects, recognize just what value you're bringing to them. And whatever price you're currently charging, I don't like charging per hour. I don't even know what my hourly rates are, honestly. I don't have an hourly rate because that people aren't charging from I'm not paying by the hour because the faster I do something is because of everything I've already brought to the table because of all the hours I've spent learning and developing and who I am today. I charge for the outcome. So look at the outcome of what your clients are able to do. They're returning an investment four times, four to six times within 90 days. Clearly, your rates are very, very reasonable, if not low. Totally makes sense. So how does the value formula tie into the profit profile? Are those related or two separate tools that you have? You know, the profit profiles are so fun. Um, And I actually kind of explained a little bit of profit profile without talking about it before. They don't really – they are a part of who you are. Your profit profile is – have you ever heard of the DISC disc assessments and things like that? Yeah, of course. That personality assessment. And that's what the profit profiles are. The profit profiles are really based on the entrepreneur. There are four profiles. There is what I call a translator, and that's my primary profile. It's the person who, and you probably have a lot of that in you also, actually. I'd love for you to take the profit profile on my website and uh, let me know what you are. Um, But the four profit profiles are translator, which is really our strategist. It's somebody who sees a big picture, but it's really more about what is that big picture outcome going to be, and everything they do has to be tied to that big picture. They're great brainstormers, but they need to have some puzzle pieces to work with. You've got your directors who are huge big picture thinkers. That's all they are. They are amazing big picture visionary. Those are your directors. Um, There tends to be tons of bright, shiny object syndrome with our directors. Um, You've got your perfecter who um, they are great at knowing the details, the step-by-steps they can tear any project apart and figure out every step they needs to be made. Um, And then finally, you've got your connectors. And your connector is not about being a good networker. It's not about being an introvert or an extrovert. Your connector here is really about the connector makes their decisions about what they're going to do for their business and what they're going to do really with regard to anything about how it's going to impact other people. So everybody has fabulous things about them. Our connectors are loved by their clients, and they adore their clients too. But each one of them has a tendency to leave money on a table. Our translators leave money on the table because to them everything they're doing is so obvious. Like, how could you have missed that? Like, it's simple. Why should I charge you for that? They also tend to calm situations down very, very quickly. And, well, clearly in a calm environment, there's no real urgency to buy anything. So people get all excited, and then they go buy from somebody else. Um, your connector leaves money on the table because they love what they're doing so much and they value the people they're doing it for so much and the people they've, you know, people love them so much, they'll do it for free. Uh, perfectors leave money on the table because everything they do is in the short run. They don't see the long-term picture. And our directors are leaving money on the table because they tend to um, 
they tend to miss a lot of the inner steps. They, they see just the big picture, so they're not always confident in themselves that they're going to get things done. And like, there are more intricacies to all of it and you know, how you work with sales conversations and everything else through it as well. But the profit profiles are an amazing tool. That is really cool. Yeah, so you just taught me something today. Is that something you invented? Yeah, and, and again, it's, I've been in business for 13 years now, since 2003, and I've spoken to a lot of people. And these are the kind of the four categories that I see people going through. Everyone has a little bit of all of them in everybody, uh, or each of them in everybody, but there are really two that drive you primarily. My drivers primarily are that of a translator, and my second driver is that of a connector. Very cool. So why don't you share the website so people can go take that quiz? Okay, so if you want to take the quiz, and I encourage you to, and it's, just, it's a lot of fun. It will take you less than five minutes to do. Go to carriegreencoaching.com slash profile, and let me just spell all that stuff out for you. Carrie is C-A-R-R-I-E. Green is G-R-E-E-N-E. There is an annoying pesky E at the end of green. Coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, that's spelled normal, slash profile, P-R-O-F-I-L-E. So carriegreencoaching.com slash profile. Take you five minutes. And as long as you're giving out information, why don't you tell people a little bit more about your book and where they can find it if they want to get a copy? My book is called Because You're Worth It. How to Make More Money by Charging More Money that is available on Amazon as either a hardcover book that I'd love to have sent to you or also as available as a Kindle download. And um, how to get in touch with me, you could certainly do it through my website, carriegreencoaching.com. And, of course, you can send me an email anytime I answer my emails, carrie at carriegreencoaching.com. It will come directly to me and just say, you know, uh, heard you speak and or whatever it is you want to put in that subject line, and I will be more than happy to answer your emails. Awesome. Thank you for being generous with your time on that. So let's wrap up with a fun question. This is my standard question I ask everybody, Carrie. So if you had one more hour in your day, how would you spend it? Oh, wow. It would not be working. It would not be working. <laughs> what I think I would do, if I had one more hour in every single day, I would spend it outdoors. And right now, I really believe that you need to have some outdoor time. There is something about breathing air. I don't care if it's hot and humid, freezing cold, or whatever it is. Breathing real air um, is really important. And if I could spend one more hour a day, it would be outdoors with trees and a stream and a river or pond or something like that around me. I'm not a beach girl. I'll go to a beach. It's fine for a little while. But if I was going to do it every day, it would be somewhere in a mountain. Oh, come out to Denver. This is, you're just like me. I don't like the sand because I think it's really gritty. I don't mind looking at it. I just don't mm-hmm. like being in it. Yep. <laughs> so you should definitely come out to Colorado because we have no humidity, mountains, hiking, streams, everything you need. Have, have you been out here? I have, but it's been a while, and it is on my short list of places to go and play. Well, look me up when you're out here. So this has been just amazing. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I didn't think to ask you? I think if I was going to just add one thing, it's um, know that you're already worth it. More than anything else, it makes me so sad when I speak with people all the time. And they're afraid to start. They're afraid to do. They don't think they can do it yet. They're waiting for some blessing. You could, consider this your blessing. You're already 
qualified. You're already able. Go ahead, do it. Charge for it. Don't be afraid to ask for money. Make it real. The worst thing that will happen is somebody will say no, and you know what? They will say no, and that's okay. You're already worth it. I guess that's more than anything else. It's just a message I want to get across to everybody. Great closing comments. Carrie, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. It's been amazing, fun, great, valuable information. Listeners, I am currently taking applications for my next group business coaching program. It's designed for the newer business owners who want to shortcut their time to success and profits. And of course, you can coach with me one-on-one as well. Learn more at nancygains.com slash GBA. That stands for Gain Business Advantage. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.